you're tuning in to Crowpoint Dumagetti Podcast, where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series titled, Jesus on the Move. We have the gospel that represents Jesus as the promised king. And now now the gospel presenting Jesus as the suffering servant, Luke will present Jesus as the perfect man. Luke was a doctor, a physician by profession. So if there's anyone who was qualified to talk about the humanity of Christ, the physical aspect of Christ, it will be Dr. Luke. Okay? So Dr. Luke presented Jesus as the perfect man. And ang gibuat niya is yung trace ang bloodline ni Jesus, proving that he is all the way back to Adam, that he is human, human kidney si Jesus, perfect human, although he was also perfect God. Monay na sa iyang genealogy. So na genealogy ra ang Matthew, proving that he is from the kingly bloodline, and then ang Luke, proving that he has a human bloodline all the way back to Adam. And here, because he's presenting Jesus as the perfect man, ang focus niya is on what Jesus felt towards God and towards people, towards those nga nagrebili si Oftentimes, you would see uh, expressions like the compassion of the Lord, okay? God is moved towards this, and so on and so forth. So, it, it focuses on what Jesus felt. Primary audience niya, again, Gentiles, but this time primarily the Greek. Remember sa atong Greek mythology? Um, remember sa atong Greek literature? These are the group of people, they were more advanced when it comes to education. We have all of our philosophers, most of them, first philosophers are mga Greeks. And they were very fond of the human body. Okay, that's why sa ilaha, sa ilang lugar, dagang statua o mga Lawas atau naked most of the time. Lawas by naked. They're so fond of the human body. Na na konsila na fascinated guys sila. So Luke presented Jesus as the perfect man to this group. And again, because they were Gentiles, they had demon worship. The first miracle recorded by intention, okay, with purpose. Ni Doctor Luke was the casting out of demons. John, the last gospel. He's presenting Jesus as the powerful, almighty God. He is the almighty God. That's why wala po siya genealogy. Unse gibuhat ni John as he presented Jesus at the beginning. He presented Jesus as the Word, okay, who was with God and the Word who was God. Pre-existent. Before na, 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 nakita ang, you know, ang kalibutan, namugna ang tanan, Naana si Jesus Christ from the very beginning. Before time, space, material universe, Jesus already existed. Okay, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And verse 14, the Word became flesh, and He tabernacled, He dwelt among humanity. And we beheld His glory, the glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's Jesus Christ. Okay? And ang focus ni John is on who Jesus is. His very nature as God. So balance put. And yung primary audience was the church, the believers, and the world at large. And this is very, um, 
very, it's so easy to notice by way of vocabulary ni John. He was using uh, very simple terminologies, unlike ni Matthew. Okay? He was using most of, ang yung terminologies would be para sa mga hudiyo yun. So he, he would be using terms that are very familiar uh, sa mga, mga hudiyo, but would be something nga marabadag unsana, quote-unquote, para sa mga non-Jewish people. But si John, very simple nga words. Everybody can understand plain and simple ang yang presentation for Jesus as God. And ang first miracle nga yang record was water turned into wine. Showing the glory, the power okay, of the Almighty God, Jesus Christ. Only God can do that, so to speak. So that's, that's your backdrop right there. That's where Mark is compared to Matthew, Luke, and John. Matthew, Jesus is king. Gibalans ni Mark, Jesus is servant. Luke, Jesus is man. Gibalans ni John, okay, Jesus is God. So, if you may combine ang upat gospels, you see the whole, okay, or a holistic view, okay, the entirety of who Jesus Christ is. Okay, so that's the beauty of the gospel. And important din siya, ato ni ibutang sa tong mind, so that mas makapreciate ang anong kanak mo gipili ni Mark ng mga stories, kanak mo gipili ni Mark ng mga encounters, ng mga particular situations, ng, uh, or particular encounters of people with Jesus and Jesus with, with people, Kay naasay tumong, okay? Naasay intention, naasay purpose. And ang purpose generally ni Mark, okay, was to give an encouragement to those believers in Rome who were under great persecution. They were under great persecution under the, the rule and the tyranny of the Emperor Nero at that time. So ganun siya may encourage sila. Now, even the Son of God, suffered. Even the Son of God served. The Son of God sacrificed His life to save sinners. And He wanted to see these Roman believers. Kaya diba ang mga Romans mo may ruler of the day. Ganasya makita o picture of a real servant leader in Jesus Christ. The true leadership is servant leadership. And one example ni Jesus Christ ngayon ang gipakita. I'll give you some other facts or some minka mga trivia uh, things about the gospel. Okay, uh, just so naatay idea sa atong studyhan for the next many Sundays. Okay, the Gospel of Mark is the shortest of all four gospels. To be honest with you, mo na ako gipili ang Gospel of Mark out of the four. Kaya ako if I'm gonna begin preaching through the gospels. I'm going to choose Mark because Mark is the shortest of all the Gospels. Matthew has 28 chapters. Um, Luke has 20 plus chapters. John has 20 plus chapters. Mark writes 16. Okay? Mark writes 16. Half of it focused on the last week of the life of Christ. Imagine na, no? Nga sa 16 ka mga chapters, katungaan na isang last week na na sa kinabuhin ni Jesus. Technically speaking, you could say that the first half of the Gospel of Mark is only the introduction to what he really wanted okay, to share sa iyahang audience, which is ang last week sa kinabuhi ni Jesus. It was written around 60 to 65 AD. 
That's the time of King I mean, uh, Nero. This is when Nero began persecuting the Christians. They were ang ilang persecution days. Ako na dili rapita ingon nga di ka pwede mga los ani sa so, pangitag imong tubig. Okay, dili na ka welcome sa among group. So ato na ka mag Christmas sa, sa laing lugar. Uh, dili nga na ilang persecution sa una. Ang ilang persecution sa una kung tino oh, minka nga follower ko ni Jesus and um, you know I'm a Christian. Ang ilang persecution is not only to drive you away but to kill you if they have the opportunity. Okay, to burn you at stake, um, to stone you, stab you, cut your throat, poke your eyes. Um, nah, the ganang stories, and some of them, but metal nga wire or something underneath their nails, you thrust through sa ilahang tudlo, and all kinds of uh, persecutions. Peter and Paul, by the way, at this time. Sometime around this time, uh, this is an ongoing debate whether ang pagsulat ni ang timing sa pagsulat ni Mark si ang gospel buhi pa ba si Peter or bagorang namatay si Peter. But it's irrelevant to us. But I just want to let you know, grabe ka ang persecution at this time nga si Peter ug si Paul and hundreds of others have already lost their lives for the sake of their um, kanagading pagclaim nila. that I am a believer and a follower of Jesus because of their faithfulness and their devotion to Christ and their commitment and dedication to preach the gospel, they lost their lives in the process. Okay? So, Monet situation, that's the context. And Mark wanted to give an encouragement to these persecuted believers at that time. So, let's move on. Mark, as I've said, emphasizes action. Okay? He emphasizes what Jesus did more than what Jesus said. So, ang emphasis ni Mark is mga ugunsang ni Jesus as the, the servant of the Lord. In fact, he recorded 18 miracles of Jesus compared to only five of the teaching time of Jesus Christ. Clearly, ang emphasis is on action, not on speaking. What Jesus did over what Jesus said. Okay? And then he used the word immediately around 42 times. This is a book of action. Okay? Immediately, nag-cast out demons. Immediately, you know, nag-hilantan, ihanggi ayo. Immediately, you know, nag-hilantan, ihanggi ayo sa Sabbath. Immediately, nag-preach na siya dito sa Galilee. Immediately, nag-cleanse na siya og leper. So it's just, mura siya movie ba, action movie nga, bam, 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 bam. Right? And, huwag imod yung itay, huwag butang yung, huwag napunta yung 3D nga presentation, ano ba? Hangakon, siguro tayo maglantaw. Okay? Mura ko ito, kaysa Mark, relax gamay. But that's Mark. That's his style of writing. He wanted to cover um, important things that ni Jesus Christ. That's why ang title po sa atong series is Jesus on the Move. Because it's a gospel of movement. Okay? Gospel of action. See, Mark recorded just a brief summary of the teachings of Christ. I told you, just five discourses. Okay? And the longest, interestingly, ang, sa, sa limang ay ang record, ang pinakataas is ang pagtudlo ni Jesus kabahin sa tribulation and His return. 
that is so fitting para sa mga tao who were struggling and suffering with great persecution. Di ba? Kaya yung gitulo, kabayag tribulation. But hold on. Okay? Hold on. There is a coming glorious day when all of your sufferings, all of your pain, okay, all of these persecutions will come to an end and that is on the day when Jesus comes again to take us unto Himself. So that's the background of the Gospel of Mark. Now, from this point onwards, I want to focus on the author. Kaya usahin mo, gudminta, maskin magani ka na maminaw kag lecture. Okay? Kinsang man ang lecture. Okay? And, para nga makatuo po ka sa iyahang gipanulat or iyahang gitudlo. Alright? So let's talk about John Mark, the author. Sa early church tradition, it's always been believed ng author sa Gospel of John Mark is si, I mean, Gospel of Mark is si John Mark. Okay? Mingon ko nga, based on early church traditions, because kung nakabantay mo sa Gospel of Mark, Walay, 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 actually sa original, wala na siya gibutang dito nga naingalan ni Mark o niya yung gipermahan nga ako'y gasulat ane. Okay? Wala. But, ilahan ng gi-analyze ang writing, okay? And they have concluded that ang author ane, the one who penned these words were John Mark. Uh, si John Mark came from a very wealthy family. If you read Acts chapter 12 and verse 12, in fact, Uh, let me read that to you. Sa Acts chapter 12, makita mo ko na ang records sa early nga church, okay? uh, ang first century church, who by the way, um, was greatly persecuted. Sa Acts chapter 12 and verse 12, makita na ito diri, usa sa mga detalyes kinabuhin ni Mark. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, that's the, mo- uh, the mother of Mark, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, John Mark where many were gathered together praying. We know nga dato sila ni John Mark, ang mama si Mary, because they had a house that was big enough to be the meeting place for worship of the persecuted Christians in the early, uh, I mean in the first century. So, the fact na nasali da kung a house sa ilang a time that was big enough na mahimu nilang gathering place where they could worship, where they could pray together, where they could hear the teaching of the apostles, okay, a gathering very much like this, okay, the fact na maka-accommodate sila na tells us that they were a people of great means. Okay, medyo adunahan kin sila kung nakainana sa ilang panon. Mark was the cousin of Barnabas. Again, another indication that they were they, he came from a wealthy family because Barnabas was a wealthy man. If you go to Colossians chapter 4 and verse 10, muni ang gisulti sa Bible. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you with Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. And kinsan is si Barnabas? This is the man about whom you receive instructions if he comes to you and welcome him. And that's, the, that's um tawagan niya, That's where we know nga igagaw sila. And si Barnabas, if you read about him, donated a huge piece of property sa mga apostles. And so, si John Mark is connected sa Yaha as a cousin. Uh, that's where we base our conclusion nga. Kanis John Mark, adunahan, gini, dato, gini siya. Let's move on. 
In Acts chapter 12, verse 25, we see there that Mark accompanied Barnabas paingon dito sa Antioch. Okay? And there in Antioch, Mark accompanied, uh, there he met Paul. And then, sa Acts 13, which is the beginning of the first missionary journey of the Apostle Paul, ni kuyog si Mark. So, si Paul, kuyog ni Barnabas, o si Mark ngayong igagaw, gakuyog sa first missionary um, journey ni Apostle Paul, recorded for us in Acts 13 and Acts 14. Um, next slide, Dong. I don't know kung maklaro niyo today, but if you have a time, you can research on this. That's their route right there. Ang blue is the starting point. Okay? Gikan sa Antioch, they went to Cyprus Island and they went all the way there and then ang blue ang pabalik. Thank you very much, brother. Right? So, uh, muna ilang ruta and you can read all of this in Acts 13 and Acts 14. So, muna ilahang gibiyahian. So, they went from Antioch, ningado sila Salamis, ningado sila og um, Paphos, and then went across to Perga, from Perga to Antioch in Pisidia, that's another Antioch, and they went to Iconium, to Derby, and then balik sila Lystra, and all the way back sa Ilahangi Gikanan. That's the first missionary journey of the Apostle Paul. But something happened halfway through the journey. Halfway through the journey, pag-abot nila sa uh, I think they were still in Perga, if I remember correctly. Si Mark nanalaw. Tungkol siguro siyang kabatalo niya, sa, sa kalisod ba sa biyahe, sa kakapoy sa biyahe, my own uh, suspicion. Niya na si Mark, nung bar na, na ako, kaya mo pa uli ko. Niya na si Paul, saka, layo pa kaya tagbiyahe. Daggan pa kayo tag-adtuan. Kay daggan pa kayo tang lugar nga walihan, daggan pa kayo tang uh, taas pa ni atong ruta. Wala gid ganahi si Paul sa decision ni Mark. Naala mo gid si Mark, di gid nako kaya nung. Okay? Sunay so, siya nung Barnabas mo uli nagiko bahalag ako raw sa. Ni uli gid siya. Ni Paul gid siya balik sa Jerusalem. He left Paul and Barnabas halfway through their missionary journey and he went back home to Jerusalem. And Paul did not like that. You see, Paul was a very determined man. Paul was very driven. Okay? I've given my life for the Lord. Okay? I've been killing Christians. I've been persecuting Christians. Okay? And when he met the Lord in the road of Damascus in Acts chapter 9, he gave his life for the Lord. He said, Lord, from this moment onwards, I will be your preacher. I will preach you. I will teach about you. I will reach as many as I can and tell them about you as a Savior. You are the King. You are the Christ. So see, Paul has a personal commitment and he's very driven. He was so driven. Nasa missionary journey ni Paul, pagabot niya Lystra, he was stoned. And he died. And then he was revived. Gilabay yang lawas outside of the city gate, city walls. And then he came back to life. It doesn't matter. It was so bad. He was unconscious for you know, an extended period of time. He came back to life. He was revived. And kung, kung ako pa siguro si Paul, akong buhaton, gibaton ako ninyo, ako pa ni, ako pa ni wali sa gospel para maruwas yung kalag, para dili mo ma-impirno, okay? para mga tumuglangit, inyo kung gibato, 
Okay? Namatay man siya or hapit siya mamatay, it doesn't matter. They were so cruel silang reaction towards Paul, silang response towards Paul. Kung ako'y Paul, muanan lang ako, Lord, I have done my best. Let them die and go to hell forever. Pero dili na mo gibuhat ni Paul. Kabalo mo si gibuhat ni Paul, gibalikan niya ang Lystra. And he continued to preach. That was the Apostle Paul. I could imagine he was hard to work with. Okay? Lisura siguro ikatrabaho ni si Paul. Okay, so Paul was so driven, he was so determined. If you are here to preach the gospel, then let's preach the gospel. If you say you've committed your life for the gospel ministry, then commit your life to the gospel ministry. Wala na turning back. If there's someone who can sing that song, that little chorus, okay? I have decided to follow Jesus. And then, no turning back, it's the Apostle Paul. Mark could not sing that song with conviction. Mark could not. And many of us, experience. Many of us, at the beginning of our Christian lives, you're so on fire for the Lord. Okay? Mapasalamaton kita sa ato ang kaluwasan. Mapasalamaton kita nga nanatay kinabuhing dahil. Kipasailan natin sa Ginoo. We start serving God and we meet some hardships along the way sa atong pagpangalagad sa Ginoo na mga persecutions from our own families, from our own circle of friends, And there are other uh, hardships nga itong may balagan. Kaya kung ano kag full-time ministry, wala kayo da kong income, wala'y 13th month pay, wala'y mga, you know, extras and all this and that. Wala kay time nga maki, you know, uh, and, and maglanto ka sa imong mga batchmates, maglanto ka sa imong mga classmates sa una, haya-haya lagi nila ginabuhi. Now they're driving a very nice brand new car, wala ka pala inutang na ito, okay? And namasuya ka. And the cares of the world and the concerns of the world and the, the glittering pleasures of the world, you know, is slowly drawing you away from your commitment to your Lord, whom you said, Lord, I will give my life to you. I will serve you until the, my last breath. Slowly you're drifting away. You realize, what ako'y gana para sa ministry, what ako'y gana para sa gospel, din ako gana mo share gospel, din ako gana mo church, din ako gana mo buhatani, din ako gana mo pray, din ako gana mo basag Bible. You abandoned the Lord's work. You abandoned and left the Lord like Mark. And ang mga pareha ni Paul, manager niya, loser. Okay? Can't work with you anymore. So he left. And 15 years later, we hear of Mark again. I'm sure in that... <laughs> Anyway, before 15 years later, it's a second missionary journey. Nakitag balik si Barnabas, si Paul, o si Mark. And this time, that is Mark nga, Kuya, kuyog ko ninyo ha? Yang gina si Barnabas, igagaw man na niya. Manong dito, Manong, kuyog ko ninyo ha? Kuya Paul, kuyog ko ninyo ha? Yan na si Paul, no way. Yan na si Barnabas, pero Paul, kanang... Mas prepared din si Bar- si, si Mark karon, mas nagmature din siya. You know, he has learned his lessons. Barnabas, no way. He abandoned us halfway through our first missionary journey. What guarantee do I have na dili niya buhaton again? Barnabas, but Paul, give chance, give, give him another chance. Give him one last chance. Paul says, no, I'm bringing Silas with me. So, glali silang duhag, argi silang duhag, niyanan si Barnabas, okay. You go with Silas, I go with Mark. They separated ways. 
for the first time silang partnership, nagbulag si Paul o si Barnabas. Ang hinungdan ato, why lain kung dili si Dodong Janjan. Okay? Si Jan Mark. Kay mo lagi na, ang iyang gibuhat, wag yun, ganahi si Paul. Okay? Pa, sa binulanan pa na mga pagkaistorya, palumaluma, kuyog-kuyog, kajig-kajig na mo, injer ming bidyaan. Okay? Pungot ko kay si Paul, wag yun ganahi si Paul. And so, Barnabas wanted to take along John Mark, but Paul did not think it was appropriate to take along this man who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not gone on with them to the work. Paul says he has no dedication, he has no commitment to the gospel ministry. I cannot work with a man who is half committed. I want to work with a man who is all the way committed to the gospel ministry. That was Paul. I agree with him. But I don't agree on the fact that Mark, because yes, people can make mistakes. But I want to tell you something towards the end of this message. God is a God of second chances. If you're here today, you feel like you failed God before, and now you're, you feel like you're ready to come back, come back. Okay? God is not like Paul. He doesn't hold grudges. Okay? God is not like Paul who cannot forgive and forget. Remember that. God is a gracious God, and He can give you another chance. So, as, we've, as I've said, they had a great disagreement. They parted company, and Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed off to Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed and have been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. Fifteen years later, si Paul would have been in prison by this time. And atong mabasa sunod is muna ni Paul sa Colossians chapter 4, verse 10 and 11. Ngayon si Paul, Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner greets you and Mark the cousin of Barnabas concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, please welcome him. Okay? And then not only that, he said, And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. What happened there, Paul? It seems quite obvious, is, yes, second missionary journey, but then along the way, in that span of 15 years, John Mark has proven himself and Paul worked with him. And in fact, they worked so closely together for the gospel ministry. These are the only men. My fellow workers for the kingdom of God. These are the only men that have proven themselves committed and dedicated, devoted to the gospel ministry. I work with them. Brothers and sisters, naasiguro tayo times itong kinabuhi nga nagilti ta, we failed God, we abandoned the work, we, you know, we stopped serving God like John Mark. But like John Mark, we can always come back. Like John Mark, we can always recommit ourselves Lord, here I am, send me. Lord, here I am, use me. Lord, I've never preached the gospel for five years, for ten years. I don't know for how long. Lord, I've never opened my Bible for so long. Lord, I've never spent an extended time in prayer with you personally and privately for so long. But Lord, here I am again. I want to recommit myself. God, use me. God will use you. That's what He did with Mark. That's what He can do to you. 
God will never put you on the shelf. No. No. He wants to use you. He has a purpose for your life. He has a unique plan for you. The question is, will you make that commitment to pursue the heart of God? To pursue your relationship with God? To pursue intimacy with God? And will you make that commitment that, Lord, from this point, I, Lord, I made some big mistakes in the past. But today, I want to commit to pursue my relationship with you. And today, I want to rededicate my life to serve you in the gospel ministry. Listen to this powerful word, 2 Timothy 4.11. Si Paul ni ha? Ang Paul nga dili na ganang matikuyog ni Mark. Siya gasultian eh. Sa 2 Timothy 4.11, only Luke is with me, Dr. Luke. Get Mark, yung gina si Timothy. Timothy, kwaa si Mark and bring him with you. Why? Listen to this. Paul says, because he is a great help to me in the ministry. He is a great help to me in the ministry. In other words, yes, so good. Mark blew it big time. He failed big time. He abandoned and deserted the Lord's work and the Lord's servants big time. But he matured. He recommitted himself. He rededicated himself. And money ang description ni He is a great help to me in the ministry. No wonder. When we read the Gospel of Mark, it's about the work of Jesus. It's about what Jesus did. It's about serving God. Because if there's a man who served God, besides the Lord, besides the Apostle Paul and Peter and the others, Mark served God. And even si Paul, he is a great help to me. We are given an insight that si Peter is a disciple of John Mark. In fact, it was probably Peter who preached and John Mark got saved. Because uh, 1 Peter 5.13, Moniging on Peter, the church in Babylon chosen together with you greets you, and so does Mark, my son. It's an expression they use Aona to refer to those close kayo sa ilaha and those who have studied under their uh, teaching, those who nikitawag nilag mga ilahang mga disciples. Paul called Timothy his son. Peter called John Mark his son. In other words, he's my spiritual son. You know, I gave life to him, and I mentored him, I trained him, I groomed him. So, si Peter, mo siguro ni nagwaling, and naluwa si John Mark, mo po yung nag-disciple, o nag-mentor ni John Mark. Interestingly, remember Peter? Remember the story of Peter? And many of us, ang atong mayinumduman ni Peter, is he is that disciple who was always the first one to say the big promises to Jesus Christ. Lord, I will die with you. Lord, I will not allow you to be crucified, to be arrested. I will never leave your side. But he was that apostle who denied the Lord and on the third time he looked Jesus in the eye and cursed. But Jesus never gave up on him. Jesus pursued him. Remember that story? And Jesus asked him three questions. Peter, do you love me? said, Lord, I can only love you as a friend. Peter, do you love me? Lord, I can only love you as a friend. Peter, do you even love me, truly love me as a friend? Lord, I love you as a friend. 
And Jesus said, welcome back. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. In other words, Peter, let's work together. And kining tohanan na palpak umayo ni Jesus Christ, mo po yung disciple ni Mark who did a similar thing to Paul and Barnabas in the gospel ministry. What's the point here? Here's the point. God is gracious to give us a second chance. Isn't that amazing? Okay? Nga pareha sa ato mga earthly bosses nga kung kita mapalpak and we fail big time, dagan siguro kag deficit, okay? Or dagan kang, you know, mga reports nga dili ma-report and you are fired and you're never welcome to apply again in this company. Walay second chance. But when it comes to God and service to the Lord, you always have a second chance. Okay? Dili coming on nga Lord, di nagigudawaton sa ginoo, di nagigudawaton sa ginoo, di nagigudawaton sa chance. No, God will give you another chance. Because God is a God of second chances. In fact, dili lang isa ka second chance. Okay? I know that this is wrong English, but God can give you a third second chance, a fourth second chance, a fifth second chance. He's a God of many second chances. Question is, are you humble enough to come before Him and say, Lord, forgive me. I made a mistake. I made a wrong choice. Here I am once again, rededicating my life to you. I want to end this uh, introduction to the Gospel of Mark with the Gospel of Mark, okay? And really the introduction uh, of Mark sa iyang gospel, iya mismo introduction. And here's how Mark introduces his gospel. Verse 1, he says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The gospel is the good news. And it's only good news if you understand. Don't say content sa gisulti ni Mark. And I want to give you just a... a in Mark chapter 8, verse 29, this is really the pinnacle of his message. Okay? This was the time when Jesus asked his disciples, And there were many answers. You are Elijah, you are, you know, John the Baptist resurrected. And then Jesus turned to his disciples and asked them their, the personal question. He says, But who do you say that I am? So, kung muna yung hununa sa mga tao sa akua, muna ilang panglantaw sa akua, muna ilang pagtuo sa akua, what about you? And that's a question that Mark is asking you right now. Who do you say Jesus is? And in that particular encounter, si Peter, again, ningong kuninyo ganyan, mo, hindi na kinaunan na yung motobag. Peter answered and said, Lord, you are the Christ. In other words, you are the Messiah. You are the Savior. And rightly so. And this is the message of Mark in this gospel. It's about Jesus, the gospel, the good news. Because Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, who gave His life to save many. In fact, Mark 10.45, this is how uh, Mark say, says it. He says, for even the Son of Man okay, came not to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus sacrificed his life for you, for us. Kita nga mga makasasala. Iyang gihatag, iyang kinabuhi, isip tubus. Okay? Pagtubus para sa ato. Ah. Kay kita makasasala ta nga, ngayon itambong sa kalayo sa impyerno, dili ta makaluwas atong kagalingon. 
Apan si Kristo, ang hari sa tanang hari, ang anak sa Diyos, iyahang gibiyaan niya ang himaya ang ato sa langit, nanaog siya nagpakatao, unya gisunod niya ang tanang mga kamanduan sa ginoo. He lived a perfectly righteous life, qualifying him to be the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. And at the appointed time, Jesus died on that cross, He shed His blood, He sacrificed His life for you. In fact, this is our one-liner a statement for the Gospel of Mark and studies that Jesus on the move. This is our main theme. The Son of God served. The Son of God suffered. The Son of God sacrificed His life to save sinners. Ang anak sa ginoo nangalagad, ang anak sa ginoo nagantos, ang anak sa ginoo ni sakripisyos ang kinabuhi, harong luwason ang tanan ng mga makasasala. And I say, He came to save sinners like you and me. In fact, He doesn't want to end with us. And here's how Mark ended his gospel. He says, if you understand the message of the gospel, that the Son of Man served and suffered and sacrificed His life to save sinners, if you understand the message of the gospel, then you will obey the Great Commission. Towards the end, He said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Kung nakasabot juga sa buhat ni Kristo, you will have a heart to go and make disciples. So that's the gospel of Mark. And I want to end with this. Brothers and sisters, friends who are here today, if you're here today in Dilika Shores, let me tell you something. You can know. It's not about religion, it's not about our good works, it's not about how faithful you are in prayer. Ang kaluwasan naan ni Kristo. In case sa ato na nabasahan, ningon si Peter, you are the Christ. Ikaw ang manuluwas. Ikaw ang Kristo. Ikaw ang Mesias. Ikaw ang naigahum nga muluwas na mo gikan sa mong sala o wala na ilain pa. Okay? That's the gospel. Jesus sacrificed His life for you because He loves you. And if you think you are too sinful for God's forgiveness, you are wrong. Walay tao nga grabe ka makasasala nga dili niya mapasahilo. Walay sala nga grabe ka hugaw nga dili niya mahinluan sa iyang bililong dugo. If you're here today and you might be guilty of your sin, ask God's forgiveness and He will remove your guilt and give you peace like never before. The peace of God will be in your heart. So come to God this morning. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And ang promise ni God is this, whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. All you need to do is repent from your sin. That means, mahimo ang decision ngayon, mong talikdan ngayon mong sala, and imong saligan si Jesus ngayon mong manuluwas. Trust Him. Believe in Him as your only Savior. If that is what you want to do this morning, I will give you the opportunity. In a moment, we will bow our heads and we will all close our eyes and we'll pray together. And for those of you who are not Jesus and Savior, this is your chance. If you are not sure, be sure. Okay? It's not on being religious, but it's in your faith and relationship in Jesus Christ. So I'm going to ask one of our musicians to come up here and play some music and then let's pray together. Let's pray.
Father, thank you for this morning that we can talk about the Gospel of Mark, its background. Lord, thank you for the life of Mark and the life of Peter. Lord, makita namo sa ilahang kinabuhi ang imuhang pagkagracious that you are a God of many chances. And like Mark, dear God, many of us have failed you in the past. Many of us have made wrong choices. But Lord, thank you that like Mark, we can always come back to you. And Lord, like Mark, we can always rededicate our lives to you. Thank you, Lord. Would you do that work right here in the hearts of my brothers and sisters who may feel like you could never use them again? And Lord, would you encourage them today that like Mark, they can come back. Like Peter who blew it big time and denied you, they can always be reinstalled and they can always be brought back to the place of usability for the furtherance of your kingdom. God, would you embrace them with that assurance this morning. Lord, I also want to pray for those of us here this morning that wala pag sure sa ilang kaluwasan na dili pa siguro nakadawat sa imong kapasailuan nga na na And I pray that today they will make that decision nga they will, Lord, repent and they will receive Christ alone as their Savior. God, would you do that work as well? Now remain bowing your heads, please. Remain closing your eyes. Except, of course, atong worship band na sa tubangan. If na ninyo din ay karumpuntaga bitaw, na-appeal mo sa mong service, and sa tinutunan na lang, di ikaw sigurado nga kung mamatay ka, padulong ka sa langit. And maybe, karumpuntaga, ganahan ka nga makasiguro, ganahan ka mo dawat ni Jesus, ganahan ka nga imong ihatag ni Kristo, ang imong kinatibok ang pagsalig, kay muna'y saad sa pulong si Hino. Sa tanan nga mutuo kaniya, musalik kaniya, dili gayod malaglag kung dili makapanag-iya sa kinabuhing walay katapusan. Huwag muna ang desisyon ni mo sa imuhang kasing-kasing this morning. Why don't you pray to God a very simple and yet a very serious and sincere prayer of faith? Ask God's forgiveness and ask Jesus to save you from sin and hell. Pangayag pa sa ila siya. Ingna si Kristo nga magpaluwas kaniya and ihatag kaniya ang imong kinadibukang pagsalig. Na og maglisod ka ana og uh, himuan nga pagampo, giyahan ti kaw. Sa akong paggiya nimo sunod lang pero kinalang kinasingkasing imong buhat ini kay this is not my prayer it's your prayer. And prayer is talking to God. So when we talk to God that we need to be serious, we need to be sincere about every word that we say to him. So if ganaka mo dawat ni Jesus nga imong savior, sunda ni nga pagampo sa kinasingkasing. Okay, sunda ni siya og pakigistorya sa Ginoo. Ginoong Hesus, akong giangkon nga ako makasasala. Ug tungod sa akong sala, angayan kong silutan sa kalayo sa impierno. Apan akong nasabtan nga imo kong gipakamatsan sa cross. Gilubong ka og nabanhaw sa ikatulok adlaw. Og ikaw lamang ang makaluwas kanako. Busa nining taknaa. Nagasampit ako kanimo. Pasayluwa ako sa kong mga sala 
luwasa ako gikan sa kalayo sa impyerno. Pagatagi ako sa kinabuhing walay katapusan. Dawaton ko ikaw karon. Isip akong personal o buktong maluluwas. Sa ngalan ni Jesus. Amen. Continue to bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, you can see their hearts. You can see our minds. God, ako lang yung i-pray sa tanan nga ni Dawat ni mga ilang Savior that you will give them the witness of the Spirit that they are your children. And sa pagpadayan mo, doko sa iyong mata, I just want to know, ako personally, I want to pray for you. If nakadaliri ni Rumutaga and you accepted Christ as your Savior, samtang kapadayan mo, doko sa itong ulo, pili sa itong mata, can you let me know kung kinsa ang ni Dawat ni Jesus, ngayong Savior this morning? Di mo angay maulaw. I just want to thank God for you. Okay, yes, praise God. Anyone else? Ngayon daw ni Jesus, ngayong Savior this morning. I just want to rejoice with you. I just want to thank God for you if nakakadini and you receive Christ. So just raise your hand. Walay lang yung maglantaw. Okay, yes. I see a couple of hands. Is there anyone else? Ngayon daw ni Jesus and pray that prayer sincerely and seriously this morning. Is there anyone else? Alright, I saw two hands this morning. Praise God. Alright, you can look up now and we can rejoice in the Lord. For, for them.